Hello everyone, welcome to Going Rogue, my weekly live Star Wars stream. Thank you for those of you in the chat joining me right now. Let me see our menu in here. Uh, Chris Scorpio, thanks for, for, for joining me. The person that wasn't promised, thank you for joining me. Um, I know I'm probably not going to get as many viewers um, as I did last week because Riley, of course, is streaming right now simultaneously. I really should. I think it was Hassel that, that recommended us doing like a crossover stream. I thought that was would be fun, but I didn't know exactly when he was going on. I know he pushed his stream back to um, today because of wedding planning, but you know, all respect to him. But so if you can jump back and forth between the two of us, that would be fantastic. Uh, got a lot to talk about uh, this week. Got some news about Palpatine and the Rise of Skywalker. Got some more Raylo stuff out of that, and also, of course. Uh, second episode of season seven of the Clone Wars. Going to be diving into that, but um, uh, yes, Haskell, thank you so much for for sharing my stuff. Haskell, thank you so much for all your continued support with the, S the Sweaty Network. I'm pretty sure that's how it's what it's called. But thank you so much again for for sharing on getting uh, the, so many eyes on on the show. Can't thank you enough. Oh, at, while I'm on the subject of support for the channel, I I missed a Streamlabs last week. From uh, I mean I believe it was Movie Fenobi, so I want to go ahead and hit that before I forget. Um, Movie Fenobi on last week's stream donated uh, a question to Streamlabs, and he says, "Andrew and Demi, thank you so thank you for, for teamwork, passion, and secret marriage." <laughs> question mark. Jk, I keep keep living that Star Wars life. Uh, we all have have a voice. Uh, appreciate your honest and respectful opinion. Thank you so much, uh, Movie Fenobi, for that um, for that Streamlabs question. Again, I'm sorry I missed it uh, when I got it um, last week, but. Um, yeah, so really, um, I'm going to jump in. The main topic, obviously, is going to be um, the Palpatine news, but I want to jump in first with uh, uh, Clone Wars Season 2, uh, Episode 2. Um, the, the, the name escapes me. It's A Distant Echo, sorry. A, dis a Distant Echo, obviously, continuing from last week's show of them trying to find Echo from, from last week's episode. I'm trying, trying, I'm going to try to talk cryptic. Um, I don't want to spoil anything for anybody that hasn't seen it just yet, but um, this is a continuation story from last week's episode, which I, um, I, I really like. I think there's going to be less filler episodes this season for the Clone Wars because uh, you know it, they're wrapping up the stories, and that's one thing. That's why I liked uh, Rebels more than the Clone Wars. At, at, that, at this point, uh, season seven might change my mind about that, but there's you know since Clone Wars is only four seasons, there's less filler episodes, and even the filler episodes kind of came back and contributed to the story um, by the time that story, story wrapped up. Um, but there's so many other, so many episodes of The Clone Wars that th they had fill time at certain points, especially when it was airing on Cartoon Network. But uh, this one I like that, um, I like we see the Bad Batch again, which I was all for the last episode. Great crew, the animation also obviously looks great. Um, I like that this idea of, um, again, getting into the brotherhood of these, these clones and how Resh just doesn't want to give up on Echo, and he he there's that, that that little like feeling that maybe he is just chasing like um, shadows and maybe he he's just he's letting his feelings sort of maybe drive him a little too much and throughout that whole episode he's and I, I like how at the beginning of each Clone Wars episode they had a little blurb um, and I, I can't remember what this one was it's, I think it's um. The, um, the search for truth begins with belief. I believe that what it was. I have to go back and watch that and see exactly what it is. But I like that it's it, it is truth. Like if you want to start, if you believe something is is so wholeheartedly, and you want to make sure that it's truth, you, you know, the, it, the search begins with 
you believing that it's true. So I like that this driving force for, for Rex is that he doesn't want to give up on his friend that he lost in the war and that little bit of him hoping that this, his friend is still alive. So he goes off with the Bad Batch and Anakin. And there's this fun little thing about um, with Anakin and Padme in there and the situation with Obi-Wan. And I, I like that little little thing because, um, of course, Obi-Wan knows, so, knows 100% what um, Padme and Anakin's relationship is. And, you know, we don't get... Um, Full recognition of that until the end of Revenge of the Sith, near the end of Revenge of the Sith, this cult totally confirms that, like, yeah, Obi Wan, he's not stupid. He know he's no, he knows what Anakin is doing. Uh, so I like that moment. Um, and and uh, I, I believe um, uh, I think it's a Star Wars News Net reported on this that's deleted scene um, from uh, the Clone Wars. It was just animatic, and it was this uh, I think this nose art for the Bad Batch's ship. It was like this like um, this, this like sexualized. Uh, drawing of uh of padme amidala um shug knight welcome to the stream thank you for joining us to the chat um and again if you guys if you guys have any um co uh questions for me go ahead and tag videos by andrew because uh again uh, it's i'm terrible at reading chats and so make sure that if there's a question you want me to answer tag videos by andrew in it so because it, it's highlighted on my end and i can actually um uh, see that and also if you if you feel um up to it and you feel like you want to go ahead and, and go and head over to streamlabs.com forward slash videos by andrew one working on getting that change because i don't know exactly what i want to change it to but if you feel so generous to to donate to streamlabs that's the link um yeah okay so that, i guess i i I'm, I'm pretty sure i know what, what that was um so i'm not going to do it that way i'm going to fix that but where was i um but yeah so there's this, uh, I think I was on the um, the deleted scene from the Clone Wars episode where there's a sexualized version of Padme on the um, on the nose art of uh, uh, of the Bad Batch's uh, ship, and Anakin's like that is not staying there, and I'm glad they kind of cut that out because it was kind of tasteless in my opinion. Um, you know, you know, yeah, uh, Padme is one of the like, she's you know. Uh, um, God, Natalie Portman, she's a beautiful woman, and and you know if she was a senator in real life, it's like wow, she's a she's a nice looking person, and I think uh, people would kind of idolize her in that way. But I, I think it was a good move on removing that um, because it does, doesn't that kind of humor really doesn't have the pl a place in Star Wars, and and I just don't like that, that to kind of like it was funny, but I, I'm glad they, they took it out because it was a little bit tasteless in my opinion. Um, Yes, Chris, thank you for it. Uh, don't forget to hit the like button. Um, we have a couple of you in here. Uh, let me see how many people are watching. We have nine people, only at five likes so far. So hit that like button, guys. And uh, if you haven't yet, hit the subscribe button um, and hit the bell notifications so you get live uh, um, notifications of when new videos go up and when I go live and stuff like that. So, yes, thank, thank you for reminding me of that. Um, again, if you have any um, questions you want to want to um, ask me, um, tag videos by Andrew in your comment or head over to Streamlabs. Um, but yeah, overall, this is a great episode of Clone Wars. Uh, you know, it's again you you get that that um that banter between um, the the company um, Task Force ninety nine and a regular clone, and I, and got a little more a little bit more of Jedi action in this one with Anakin um, being in it. But uh, I like where they're going so far. I hope that these these um, story points are sort of hit chronologically and not all over the place like they originally did it for for Clone Wars. I think when you got to around like season four or five, it started 
hitting it chronologically and you don't have to look up that view order because I never really got that why they did that anyways but uh, it, it, from what I understand right now it seems like they're gonna go chronologically and I, I'm just excited to see where they go from here especially with the Bad Batch because they're they're my new favorite addition to Star Wars um, it's such a great like batch of personalities um, again Crosshair is my favorite well I mean, even though he is a little a bit of a dick <laughs> um he's got that edge to him and i and i give me an, an, a good sniper in any story I'll, I'll like gravitate towards towards them but um great episode of of uh, clone wars uh this week um again I, I i can't wait to see where the bad batch is during order 66 and how they play into that or do they even make it to order 66 um yeah, super excited for that and other episodes. And if you want to get, get a deep dive into this episode with, with me, um, consider joining our Patreon, patreon.com forward slash Andrew and Nikki, N-I-C-K-I. Um, the squadron officers at the $5 tier get video commentary with me, watching along, deep diving into the episode and seeing my full thoughts on that. So um, if you feel so generous, um, donate to the um, the Patreon. We're, we have just, um, just added a $20 tier. Um, that includes a whole bunch of things. So go and check that check that out. Videos uh, go patreon.com forward slash Andrew and Nikki. So um, if you guys have no questions, I don't see any questions in the chat. So if you guys don't have any questions, I'm going to move on to the main topic of the stream, which is um, the news that we got. Um, I can't. I don't know exactly who dropped it first, but the. The, the news that um, in the novelization of The Rise of Skywalker, it's revealed, quote-unquote, that the Palpatine we see in that movie is a clone and that, that got possessed, that is sort of um, housing the, the soul of the Emperor. So it, it's pulled from Legends. Um, so it, for those who you aren't familiar, that in Legends after um, The Return of the Jedi... Um, it said that Palpatine transfers his essence into a clone and that's how he comes back because he does it like, I don't know, something ridiculous like five times until he finally attempts to um, possess the, the body of like a baby. I think it's one of the, the solo kids and somebody ends up stopping him and that's he's finally dead at that point. Um, so this this story line is, is brought in from uh, Legends and, but it's twisted a bit. Um, I've heard a couple people and their thoughts about it, and um, I know Alex Damon and Star Wars Explained didn't that never liked the whole bringing up the Emperor back through cloning and possessing the new clone. Um, and other people have, have their own thoughts on it. And but uh, I don't mind this, and it's kind of already um, not even confirmed, but like that's it, kind of like how I saw it anyways, because Beaumont Kin's line in in a in the Rise of Skywalker, he alludes to you know, um, like dark side, like um, dark sciences, um, cloning, and secrets only the Sith knew. So I kind of took that. If you took that as okay, so maybe this body is a clone, and Palpatine to put his essence into it. So um, I mean, if you pay attention to the movie and the attack context, it. You kind of already knew that, yeah, I think that this is a clone, but then it doesn't explain, like, why he's all decrepit and, like, you know, his fingers are missing and he looks like he's rotting away. Um, so in the novelization, apparently, um, Kylo Ren recognizes that the, there's technology for cloning in, in the in, on Exegold, and he notices that this body of Palpatine is a clone. It's just that 
it can't harness the power of Palpatine's spear, so that's why his body is decaying away. That I actually like. I don't mind him being a clone. I do like this angle that yeah, his his soul and is so powerful that the body can't is just rejecting it and it's withering away quicker as possible. And it does give motivations for Palpatine's character to find a new body that's worthy of his his soul. That's why he wants to bring in his own blood with um and um I'm trying not to spoil anything, but that's why he, his motivation is character um, to to possess certain characters and um, pinning them against them, whoever comes out on top. Um, that's who he's going to end up possessing. So I like that angle. My only issue with this is this: why not put this in the movie? Because it's like, yeah, you sort of get it with Beaumontkin's uh, uh, comments, and but it's like it's not really like yes, this is what happens, and it's like. Yeah, I get that. It, it probably didn't. They probably looked at this and it was like, oh, this really doesn't translate for that well. I think this is too, like, inside baseball for people and people are just going to hate this. And I think they were just afraid for the fan backlash. And they're just like, all right, we'll, we'll, um, for the movie, we'll just say, oh, he's back just because, you know, it's already alluded in, uh, in the Revenge of the Sith, that he you can cheat death through the dark side of the Force, and so maybe that's like, oh, you're back, uh, Palpatine's back because of this, and then it's up to interpretation. Um, and then we'll basically confirm it in the novelization for those who want to bother to read the book. And uh, I just don't think, I don't understand why you're so afraid to do that. And because now that you see this, people are always saying, "Oh, look, Lucasfilm is retconning now since they they people don't understand how Palpatine come back. They're just going to change the story again." And excuse me, I'll take a drink. And to that, to my argument, to that is, it's like it's not like. The movie came out and they saw this backlash like oh shit let's uh write this book up and change the storyline and add that the book is being written the same time as filming because you there's certain things that have to happen within the movie and the book so it's like the story group is always in contact with everybody with the filmmakers the comic book writers the novel writers so they're in contact with everybody so so because the sole purpose of the story group is to make sure things don't conflict and sometimes things do get through um like get through the cracks so to speak and like i think pablo hidalgo said that like if there's sort of like a conflict with what the novel says and what the movie says it always defaults to the movie because i, I think in the force awakens novelization a circular base gets its power from dark matter that it absorbed from space, but in the movie it's get, it gets its power from the sun, absorbing the sun. So it's like okay, so that's a conflict, but you have to default to the movies. So whatever is done in the movies is canon. So um, yeah, th that's my 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 um sort of pushback on people saying oh Lucasfilm retconning their own stories again. It's like no, when you think about it, the novel is being written the same time as the movies being filmed. So whatever and. Um, I think I can't remember where I think um, Ian uh, McDermott was at some kind of comic-con of source and he said that um, there's this one line that was said in the movie which I don't I can't believe why they didn't keep this in the movie he said that when um, when uh, Kylo Ren at the beginning of the movie meets um, uh, the Emperor in, in his decrepit form and, and um, Ren's like oh you're a clone and then he had this great line of it was I, I'm trying I'm paraphrasing it right now. He's like more than a clone, but less than a man, and, and that's like oh that's a great line. Why not have that in the movie? That's my only pushback with this news. I don't mind that Palpatine's a clone. I don't mind that he's the reason that he needs to go after Rey or or Kylo is that his body just can't this clone body can't handle himself handle the spirit his spirit, 
um because i said that's a great motivation for the character but like i just don't understand why you don't keep this line in there and explain to everybody yes this is a clone body because that, that's actually one of my graphs about the movie is like he's like oh i've died once before and it's like you know dark has a pathway to many abilities some considered to be unnatural and, and it's like all right that's your explanation and that you don't ever touch on it ever again so it's kind of like oh i'm back because and it's like it's so glossed over and again and i think that like the rise of skywalker could have benefited from an, an extra like maybe 15 to 20 minutes even 30 minutes just to explain how he gets comes back and just dive into very briefly and you could have left that line in and people like okay he's a clone um for the very least is like yeah i'm a clone and i need some just a conversation that he has maybe with with kylo or or somebody else that's like i need a new body I, or, or something like that because like this body can't handle myself just one line to confirm like yeah okay he's a clone and i think all this backlash that that they're getting for them revealing it in a novel would go away um so i mean i don't know it's just um again i have no problem with him being a clone i uh I actually like that the reason he needs Rey or or Kylo is because his body is decaying. He, can, he needs a new vessel for his spirit, a stronger vessel, and that and then that leads to the whole dyad and the Force thing and him absorbing that. And it's just um, my my only problem with this news is that they why didn't they put it in the movie? Um, but I am looking forward to listening to the novelization on Audible. Um, that's something I, I would absolutely recommend. And if you are, if you if you are interested in, in listening to that book, you can actually get that for free by going to I'm going to plug this videos by um, audibletrial.com forward slash videos by Andrew. You get 30, uh, 30 days free trial and an, a free credit to get whatever book you want. If it's one of these other canon novels or if it's um, the the uh, novelization of Rise of Skywalker, you can go ahead and, and do that. Um, let me check really quick if you guys have any questions. Um, there are no Streamlabs. Um, eight of you in here. Get every, make sure everybody hits the like button. There's eight of you in here. There's only seven likes. Get get the, the those, those do help as as dumb as it sounds. Go ahead and hit the like button and hit the subscribe button if you haven't already. Make sure um, you know hit the bell notifications. So go ahead and fire questions at me. Um, make sure you tag it videos by Andrew so I can see it. I just want to make sure that I'm not missing any any questions. Um, I don't see any questions, guys. So, um, if I um, if you guys have any questions, I'm gonna move on to the next topic. And then feel free to to um, if there any news has dropped. I haven't checked the news feeds uh, at this at any point yet today. Um, I might as well just do that now. Uh, let's see, Star Wars Newsnet. I'm just gonna open that up, and if I don't have any other topics by the end of the stream, I'm gonna hit those. But um, yeah, I'm gonna just go ahead and move on to the next topic topic of the stream. If you guys don't have any questions, um, that uh, the, what's up, you scruffy-looking nerf herders? What's up, Goddard? Good to see you in the stream. Um, but yeah, the next topic uh, is another thing that you know, Luke Lucasfilm came out and sort of confirmed or anything. They're saying that this um, and spoilers. If you haven't seen the Rise of Skywalker, I, I tried my best to not spoil a movie for you with these. Um, with these points, so if you haven't seen the movie, I'm about to spoil an aspect of it. But the end of the movie um, with uh, Kylo and Kylo and Ray at the very end, and uh, um, uh, Ben um, brings Ray back back to life, and they share this kiss. Very like, and which I'm not, I have no problems with it. I was just kind of like, oh, okay, 
that that happened because I think there's enough with this movie and the and the Last Jedi between the interactions between them, not on surface level. Because when you dive deeper into like the novelizations and and um, talking to other Star Wars fans, like when you sort of connect with somebody with the Force, especially the connection that they have when they're um, talking to each other across the galaxy and when they're reading each other's minds, it, the connection is so intense. And you, you you feel their their uh, other person's feelings so intensely and like you, it it's so intimate and, and of that nature. So and, and but then again and, and also in the Last Jedi where um, Kylo Ren is talking to 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 Rey and he's like, you have no place in the story. You're nobody. You come from nothing. And that one line of but not to me that 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 line alone to me says so much that he really does care for Rey in that way. So I got sort of a romantic connection in the very least on Kylo Ren side and when they share a kiss in the rise of skywalker i was like okay that's kind of surprising i didn't, I didn't see them going that way and i never really wanted ray to have romantic um influence on her story anyways but it's so short lived that i i didn't didn't mind it but lucasfilm i think it was this past week or last week or this weekend i can't remember exactly that they said that this kiss wasn't romantic and the explicit explanation they gave was something like this is sort of like uh like a well almost like a thank you um a shared moment of confirmation of them being together and acknowledging their journey together and something ridiculous like that and i'm look i'm i'm listening to these comments and reading these comments and i was like that sounds like wedding vows to me <laughs> and it's like that, that that you what you just described is a romantic setting so it's kind of like really the the kiss wasn't romantic i everything you just told me and everything that i see in the movies and read in the novels this kiss absolutely seems like romantic to me and it, it's it blows my mind that they're just trying to backtrack and you can hear all the like the rail fans out, out there just crying to the heavens like no we wanted this and it's just like and and even if even if they would have come in and said like yep yeah, yep yep they 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 had the hospital for each other that's why they kiss it's so short-lived that it really doesn't af like affect the story all that much so i really don't get why you have to come out and say nope 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 not romantic it was just ray thanking him it was a form of gratitude uh, on her part and it's like oh yeah so you know they they celebrate you know their connection and where they are in the story and, the, and they're caring for each other with a kiss but it's not romantic so it's kind that's kind those comments are kind of weird for me at least and it's like I mean, why, 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 why comment on it anyways? I mean, just let it be. It's it's so up for interpretation anyways. Why why even touch it? Just leave it alone. So it's like some people might say it's like oh, I don't see it as a romantic thing, and other people are like oh yeah, it's totally romantic. If you look at their story between this this and this, it's they they totally cared for each other. So it's just a it's a talking point for for us fans to have, um, and it's. I don't get those those comments at all. Um, Lucasfilm just seems to be very reactionary at this point. Um, this is all, they're doing a lot what WB was doing with DC um, a while back. Like, oh, they really like Wonder, Wonder Woman, so let's double down on Wonder Woman. Um, so it's just, I, I just think like, just leave it alone. Let let it be. I th I thought it was a romantic uh, kiss that they shared. That's how I read it. And my other um, my other friend was like, uh, "No, I don't. I I, I, kind of, I was kind of put off by by that kiss. I don't see them as a romantic couple, anyways." It's like, okay, that's that's how you saw it. I mean, that's your opinion. Um, and um, it just it, it's just kind of like why bother? At least I don't know. But um, go ahead and uh, 
and uh, check out, um, you know, go go ahead and, um, wow, I had a brain for it. Go ahead and uh, shoot some questions at me, guys. Um, I really, there's not a whole lot that I was um, gonna talk about today. It was just, uh, the big topic of discussion again was the Palpatine comments, uh, or the, you know, Palpatine being a clone um, by the novelization. Um, but yeah, there's very little like talking points um, this week. Very little news. Let me double check right now, and to see um, if there are any talking points I can um, bring up with a uh, with this. Going to StarWarsNewsNet.com. Oh, Disney Plus, Disney Plus uh, Europe uh, launch event canceled due to the coronavirus fears. Wow. I mean. Stay at home, guys. Am I right? <laughs> um, but yeah, I don't see any questions. There's 11 in here. 11 likes. Thank you so very much. This is gonna be a very off the wall type of um, like off the cuff type of, of stream um, because there's not a whole lot to talk about um, in Star Wars right now. Unless you guys have any questions for me, any new song, Haskell? Any new songs for us anytime soon? I wouldn't say no. I mean, we have a couple of ideas. Um, for songs, but again, try to keep it to Star Wars questions alone, guys. Um, I know a lot of you are Movie Trivia Schmodown fans that are in this chat, and you follow me because um, I'm part of the Movie Trivia Schmodown, but let's try to keep it to um, Star Wars only, because this is a Star Wars stream. If you have any questions uh, for us, would like to talk to us uh, about Schmodown related things, tweet at me and Dimmy, or go to Anchor and leave us a, vo a voice message. We're totally down for transcending those. We only got a couple of those. I would love to have more more uh, of those featured on the show. Uh, but uh, yeah, as far as songs go, we have a couple ideas. We just, you know, got to do them. Um, uh, we're afraid to do other faction songs. Well, not other faction, but other uh, songs about other uh, personalities in the Schmodown that aren't on the Pansock Exchange because it feels like betraying our faction. But uh, we have a couple ideas. We're just, you know, we don't we don't know yet. Uh, let's see. Do you, th uh, Demi, uh, chiming in? Do you think Lucasfilm slash Disney should not have said anything? Uh, everything is canon if if they aren't sticking sticking by with with the the films, book, comic books, etc. From Haskell. Um, I I still like the idea that everything counts. It's just um. I think the movies are just notorious for not paying attention to canon. And I, I get that because you don't want to restrict your filmmakers um, and let them tell the stories that they want to tell and don't like restrict them creatively. But yeah, I, I, I've been on record saying I love this idea that everything counts, that like you could see um, characters that show up in a TV show jump over to, to films or films jump into to books. You, you see that more with things from the movies jumping over to novels because it's easier that way. And um, you, you allow the filmmakers to have the freedom that they have to make the movies, but then you also, you can spin off some great um, things uh, with other canons from picking things out from the movies. And we've seen some really great stories um, with that. Um, but no, I, I like this idea that because um, Marvel tries to do this um, with their. They tried to do this with TV and their films and with you no know, Agents of Shield, and they loosely did this with the Netflix series with uh, Daredevil and all the other ones. Um, with like they sort of refer to the movies, but it's so, the the Netflix shows are kind of this like like oh yeah we know you're there but we're not going to acknowledge you. Um, and now with Disney Plus and them taking all their Marvel stuff off of Netflix and sort of spinning them into Hulu and 
maybe hopefully and with all the other marvel stuff happening with, with uh, disney plus yeah you'll have these connected tissues with the tv shows and the movies now but star wars is that unique piece where everything after the disney purchase um, with the exception of a couple of things, is canon. Everything should and will affect each other, and I like I like that. I, I like that I could be reading a book and being like, oh, yeah, I remember from, from the movie. Yeah, that's awesome. Oh, this is a character from the TV show that's showing up in here. And as far as the novels go, they, they do that so well because you'll see a character from from this novel jump over into this one and affect the story in a great way and it's like oh yeah i remember that character and it's it's so rewarding as a canon junkie to to, to experience that and I'm, I'm and i'm hoping i'm hoping with the announcement of the high republic and seeing that there's a room full of creative people and authors working together not like not in the sense of like all right you get a story you get a score you get a story do whatever, whatever the hell you want with it it's more of they all sat down in a room and they said all right this is the area we want to we want to play in what what stories do you think we can and it's this collaborative effort of people like okay so this is uh, what the time frame is this is what i think the jedi should be right now this is what should be going on in the republic this is what um uh, this is the catalyst for the event of this era that we want to want to tell. And, it was, and if you haven't already, go to the YouTube page for Star Wars, the Star Wars YouTube page, and watch the High Republic announcement video. It is so so fascinating to see all these people, and they're treating it like a movie. And they bring they bring up brought in concept artists and and like drawing and this on the spot sketched up all these people. And like one of my favorite lines from that that uh, movie, or not the movie, that video. Excuse me was uh, one of my favorite things from that video was like, all right, the question was, at this point, what scares the Jedi the most? And I was like, ooh, that could be very interesting. Because at this point, the Sith aren't really a threat. They're still in the shadows. And they, you know, because based off of what Kiara Mundi says in Phantom Menace, the Force has been extinct for millennia. So, and this is, this is about three to 400 years before that so the sith aren't really a threat anymore everybody believes to them to be extinct so if, aside from the sith what can really scare the jedi and, and they go off and like all right these what our villains could be and i'm like that is really interesting other than dark side users what can threaten the jedi and, and, and at this point because this is at this point the jedi are at their, the height of their power and um it's just i'm i'm hoping with um i kind of got one on attention there but i'm kind of hoping with the High Republic is that um, we get these great stories and characters that you can carry off into store to other stories with uh, video games or TV shows and movies. I really want I really want the the movies to be sprung off of books because now you can see like a whole bunch of the canon junkies like me have been following this character for so long for maybe for like three books and they they get a movie and they they tell the story in a way where it doesn't have to really rely on that you read all these books and for the casual fans or the uh, newer fans that um aren't really in the star wars bubble like like uh, the most of us are be like oh another star wars movie is and they fall along with this character and it's like oh that character was so cool and i, I really like this era it's like well if you like that character and you like this era that we're playing in Go read all these books. He has all. He has this other awesome adventure, and I. That's what I want um, to have because I think the only movie to do this thus far, successfully, is um, Rogue One. Does it pretty well with bringing Sagarera in, and you can see the ghost in a couple of shots, and you actually see um, 
you see the, the ghost in several shots actually, and you you learn that in Rebels that Hera was present during, um, was present during the Battle of Scarif and during the Battle of Endor. So um, and they sort of bring, they sort of bring him in into the Rise of Skywalker. You really don't, they really don't, you know, harp on that. She's in one shot and then you don't see her again, or the the, the ship, the ghost. But like that's what I'm hoping because Solo, I think, did it really well in that bringing in Maul. Um, to be, you know, the head of Crimson Dawn, and he he's sort of in the shadows as well. I th- and because like I was seeing uh, like like we always do every year, we saw um, the new Star Wars movies with a group of friends, and when Maul came up, and um, my friends were like, boy, what? I thought he died in the Phantom Menace. I'm like, ha ha ha! Go back and watch the Clone Wars. It's an amazing show, and he shows up again in Rebels. Maul has one of the great, one of the best stories story arcs in, in in star wars to me just the fact that he was like the right hand of of palpatine and then he he gets cut down and palpatine just sort of like forgets about them and he gets shunned off and he has to find his way back and he becomes like almost like a rival to palpatine and in, in clone wars and i'm excited to see where his story ends up in clone wars so we ultimately know where he ends up at the end of rebels if you watch rebels you see where that he ends up but we, we but by the time we see him again in rebels um, he's kind of at, at a low, and I want to see how he gets there. So I'm really excited to see where we see him in the Clone Wars. But I really wish that the movies would pay attention more to canon, and and just connect everything. And I I don't I I don't think that just it would be too confusing for Star Wars fans, and especially people that that aren't within the Star Wars bubble that want to get into the other canon stuff. And it's like, wait, I thought in the movies they did this and, and that's like, well, this is an alternate universe. This is a different storyline and blah, 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 blah. I think it would just be too confusing uh, for fans that want to get into the canon. So I like that Star Wars is this unique beast and that everything counts. Um, and like, even I'm not up to date on on everything. And I played, um, you know, I played uh, Fallen Order, uh, uh, Battlefront 2 with those storylines. And uh, I read, I listen to as many novels. I'm actually behind in a couple of, of books that were leading up to the Rise of Skywalker, so I have to catch up on those. But really, I'm I, I haven't really touched any of the comic books. Um, and I'm gonna have to maybe hit up Alex and ask like, where do I start? Because the hard thing about comics is it's week to week to week. Um, and there's and, and arguably there are some filler like um, not um, like um, issues. So like you might not have to pay attention to this issue, but this issue has more weight on the story than this one so it's just hard to keep up with them and there's so many lines um but with the high i'm going i'm going to try to jump in when high republic debuts and i'm going to try to get in on, on the comics on that because i it's go, we're going in fresh um and so we'll all be on an equal playing field um so yeah so thank you for that let me see if there are any any other um questions let's see uh uh let's see from ben goddard if you could pick one character to get their own spinoff um, series completely away from from the OT, who would it be? That is a fantastic question. Thank you, Goddard. Um, geez, spinoff character away from the OT uh, to get their own series. Let's see. Uh, I mean, the the default answer is Ahsoka, um, but she has some ties to the original trilogy as far as you know connection with Anakin and Obi Wan. Um, I really would like to see that. We're sort of not really we gotten that with the mandalorian but you know the only real tie to that is the timeline oh geez let's see i'm trying to think um ray sloan is another one that i think needs to get at the very least a novel after aftermath because she 
where she ends up after Aftermath. And then she sort of gets mentioned. I think it was the uh, Phasma book. She gets mentioned because she's not. She, the, the, I think the quote is like, oh, um, Slo- uh, Admiral Sloan is no longer around. It's like, what happened to her? I want to know what happened to her. Um, that's a character that I would really like to get, like, at the very least a novel but um i think ooh um you know what cuz cuz i love the character so much and somebody that is a character i think more people need to be aware of is Iden Versio. Iden Versio has one of the one of the best arcs um not well, not the best but like it's such an interesting perspective because i love this perspective of imperials going uh, and turning to the rebellion and just she, um, and the way she turns um, to and defects to the rebellion is, is so personal because the the um, uh, the whole contingency plan with the emperor and destroying planets and her home homeworld is affected and she's like up until that point she thought she was fighting for a cause that she believed in and once it's once that that cause is turned on her homeworld and affects her so deeply she ends up like I, this is not what I was fighting for this is not what I thought I was committing myself to and she ends up defecting and becoming a part of the rebellion and then. Um, once the empire falls, um, you know, completely falls, she um, dedicates to the New Republic, and that leads into the sequel trilogy. I, and there's this, this gap between that 30 years, that um, from the Battle of like Jakku to um, from the Force Awakens, that whole timeline you can really play with her because um, obviously she has a daughter and and things like that. I was I think like a limited run series with Iden Versio would be fantastic just to see because she can go on some final missions. Maybe she's like. Because um, I, I believe in the story in the book, or in the book, in the, the video game, is that um, they go off and they become like cargo haulers or something using um, that ship that they that they converted as like just cargo hauler. And like she's living this peaceful life. And I would love to see like um, maybe like she's living this peaceful life. She's trying to raise her daughter. And then Leia Organa comes in and is like, I need your help again for one last mission. And it's this, this limited run, like eight part series of her going on this one final mission and then she's out. Um, or because she gets dragged back into it, and the the, the DLC um, that was leading up into the Last Jedi, I believe. But I would love to see a story of Anniversary. She's one of my like um, uh, canon characters that doesn't have really tie into the movies. I would love, I would love to see a, a series with Anniversary. That's so. That's my answer. Anniversary for sure. And Geneva Gvankar would be so up for it because if you watch her in all her interviews um leading up to the release of battlefront 2 and she's so hyped up and so like on board to do this character and she gives her all to it so i i really think it'd be a no-brainer to bring her back and i really hope we get to see her in mandalorian season 2 because the timeline matches up she's a part of the new republic she's helping um uh, leia and then hunt down old imperials so i think that would be a fantastic get just to bring her into into that so um uh, let's see any um please keep keep firing those questions at me guys i'm gonna be on for another 15 to 20 minutes oh schizza welcome to, to to the chat schizza uh thank you for joining us let me see how many people are in here right now we have 15 people pretty good 15 likes thank you for hitting those get those likes if you haven't already again hit the subscribe button and the bell notification to notified um as far as jar whoops here to put that on silent um, as far as like con- content goes for the the channel, as far as Star Wars goes, I'm working on getting uh, another uh, uh, Star Wars Battle Tactics up. Um, if you haven't already, go ahead and check that one out because I'm so proud uh, how 
how that turned out. Um, if I go to sort of like a deep dive, because um, whenever you watch the movies, especially the space battles, it just seems like, okay, lots of ships, go. And it, it seems like more video games to me. I wanted to get sort of like a deep dive as the strategy and like flying tactics and uh, things like that. I'll probably do ground battles as well when I get um, get to it. But like just like the strategy of maneuvers and getting behind your, your opponent. And like, it, there has to be more to that. And most of it is in legends right now, but um, I'm super proud of how the first one turned out. I'm really working on this next one, getting more of that um, strategic um, look at, at star battles or, or, or um, like dog fights. So working on that right now, um, but yeah, it's it, I, I'm really I'm really excited for that because what I have uh, written up for it is is great, but it's really in development stages right now. Um, so um, Chris Scorpio says, um, "How do you feel about the the way Disney has has uh, treated canon since to, since taking over Star Wars? Well, what would you do differently?" Um, overall, I think they've handled it well. Um, as far because minus the movies thing um like especially with um anything involving dave filoni th that that guy brings in so much from other sh uh like books and like uh, uh his other tv shows so well anything that he's involved in if you've watched mandalorian clone wars and rebels things just seem to like flow together and um I, I, that's why I've always said put Filoni in charge of just creative head and say, all right, this is the story we're telling. This is what needs to happen. This is what needs to happen and go. Um, just because that's, um, that's something that I, I wish the movies would do. I, I sound like a broken record, but the movies really need to connect more to the other canons because there's so much that you can grab from. And like I, I, uh, Harlow says this as much all the time about um, – uh, uh, Kathleen Kennedy and the higher ups of Lucasfilm. Uh, Kathleen Kennedy had this like comment of like, "Oh yeah, comment on Marvel. Marvel does it so successfully because they have this like wealth of of source material from the comic books and stuff." It's like, so do you. Even from Legends, take stuff from Le they've they've done so in novels and stuff. Pick stuff from Legends, brought them into canon, and did it so successfully that I wish the movies would do that. And my biggest problem with um, the movies of the sequel trilogy was that there I've said it before there was no concrete direction as where they wanted to take the story it was just all right JJ is going to start this all right um, Ryan go ahead and pick up where you left off and then uh go tomorrow you can pick up after that and there's like there's loose conversations about where the story was going between the directors but for, uh, for the most part they just did what they wanted to do and then obviously tomorrow gets gets can uh, fired and then they bring back Abrams and it's like Abrams like well this is this isn't what I wanted to sort of do so I'm going to sort of steer the, the story in this direction and if they would have looked over canon like uh, the movies as they overlooked the rest of the canon this it would have a, a not a uh, you know better story isn't the word I was saying it would be more cohesive it would be a uh, flow a whole lot better but short answer yes I do like how they've been handling the canon since Disney took over, because when you look back in the EU, I'm very, I'm loosely familiar with the stuff that they did in the extended universe, which is now known as Legend. But for the most part, like it was just authors just taking their own shot at Star Wars and loosely connecting the stories. And because from what I hear, there's some great stuff in Legends. If you haven't looked at um, the Plagueis novel, I read, I listened to that on Audible. Just make that canon. It's such a great story. It ties into the movies so well. But then there's other things like Chewie dying because 
by um, being struck, the planet gets struck by moon, and he just didn't uh, get off the planet. It's just things like that that I hear. It's like, oh, that doesn't that doesn't sound cool. Uh, but there's other things like the Thrawn novels that I hear are amazing, which I'm probably gonna end up picking up anyways at some point. Uh, I just gotta stay up to date on all the other novels and all the shows and stuff, and all, I'm obviously studying for Schmodown. I just don't have the time for it right now. But I, I did. I've gotten four books into the X-wing series with the Rogue Squadron. Those are fantastic as well. Some really unique storytelling going on in that. But um, yeah, I like how they're handling. It. I just wish they would have brought them tied in the moves with all the other canon stuff better because it's really like it's it's the novels adjusting to the, the movies and not the other way around and again i get why they don't do that because you don't want to hinder the, the the directors telling their story but it's, it's just my own but my own, that's my really my my biggest gripe with the canon it's just the movies just are like okay they're the books we're the movies we're the we're we're the uh the pride of star wars we're we're the uh the you know the gold stamp of star wars and clearly right now that's not the case right now. People are flocking towards the Mandalorian and the books now, and they they really have gripes with the films. So that's my biggest my biggest complaint with the overall how Disney is handling the canon is just that they didn't delegate and they didn't have somebody in charge of everything creatively and like that is that's not how things should have gone because the book is doing this or vice versa. So uh, overall, I do like how Disney has handled the canon. It's just the movies, man. Just tie the movies with the novels and. Please, with with the High Republic, please let that that let that be the case. Um, let's see. Oh, Mark Riley in the house. What? Where is he? I didn't see him. What's up? If Riley's in here, man, what's up? Go. How's it going, my my man? Um. Jeez. Uh, Riley, if you have any questions for me, Riley, if you're if you're watching, I I didn't see you jump in the jump into chat, but. Riley, if you're there, he is Mark Riley. What's up, my man? Finstock Exchange hashtag greedy greed is great. So um, while you're watching this, Riley, um, I, I have the capability of skyping people in. If you, I would love to have you on as a guest um, to to going rogue. Uh, if it's a possibility for me to skype it in for, um... yep. <laughs> Did we just just text the media, Mark Riley? Yeah, yeah. So if there's any way that I can get you onto this show as a guest, I would. I'm 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 talking to BC about it. Uh, um, Goddard's in here. I'd love to have you on as well. But if there's any way that you you can Skype in and be a guest on Going Rogue, I'd love to have you. If there's a way that I could Skype into uh, Riley's Cantina, I can pour wine <laughs> on my end. Um, that'd be fantastic. I would love to do that, Riley. If you have any questions for me as far as Star Wars go, go ahead and ask me because. I haven't talked to any any of you guys about Star Wars, and it's because I've met you at Celebration. I've met you, um, you know, again at the draft. We just never sat down and talked Star Wars. I, I've talked to Ken about Star Wars loosely. Still haven't talked to Harloff about about Star Wars. That seems like a crime to me. But you're a big Star Wars guy as well. I'd love to start talk Star Star Wars with you. But um, yeah, if you have any questions for me, Riley, go ahead and fire them at me. Um, but yeah. Uh, yeah, go ahead and keep firing the questions at me, guys. I, I want to. I'm gonna be on for another ten minutes. Um, let's see. Uh, <laughs> yeah, you can have you can have my wife on as well at the stream. She she drinks wine wine really good. Um, let's see. Um, keep, go ahead and keep firing questions at me, guys, because um, yeah, I'm gonna be on for another ten minutes. Um, just stream to see how many people are in here. Up to 17 people, 19 likes. Thank you. Thank you again so much, guys, for joining me. 
Um, it's um, I love talking stars with you guys. It's, it's just I I gotta do my due diligence to do um, more <laughs> research because I had like three tops and I just, I breezed through them really quick. Um, but let's see another uh, question from Chris Scorpio. Um, how do you feel about um, uh, about the what Disney has treated? I already answered that. Let's see um, from Haskell. Any any more thoughts on the High Republic reveal? I love the, I'm, I'm, I have so much, um, I'm looking forward to the High Republic and I think there's just so much potential for new Star Wars stories. Um, uh, there's this one, um, I, I th there's this one thing, there's so much that I'm curious about it because, uh, again, that one quote from that video says, what scares the Jedi the most? I'm, I'm so intrigued about that. But then there's other thing that they said, I think it was the great disaster that they were referring to that sort of catapults everybody into this one, like, adventure because at, at this point i i believe from what i've i've heard is it's like the jedi are sort of out in the in in the republic and out in this and and you know out in the galaxy just basically they're, they're like um old west like samurai wandering samurai just keeping the peace and that thing and then something big happens which requires everybody to go oh what what's going on here um so and just focus up and go on to this adventure um so the whole reveal was great because we've heard like loosely like oh project luminous what is this project luminous and then it's like oh it's a collaboration of authors and that's all we heard from it and then we hear about we hear rumblings about the high republic and could it be linked to, to luminous and it's like it could be it could not and we just didn't hear more about it but then they come out and ask like, yep project luminous is the high republic so i'm ex i'm incredibly excited for it just because of the potential for stories because we're finally getting because mandalorian was the first real story to do this to get away from the skywalkers it's the only tie that it has to the skywalkers is that it happens in the same timeline um but now with the high republic we're completely going away from the skywalkers the only familiar character that we're gonna see i think they've confirmed this is that yoda is gonna be he's alive during this time um and because it's four, it's three to four hundred years before um, Yoda would be 500, six, uh, five six hundred years old at this point. Um, so he can show up, but um, I, I'm glad that we're getting away from the Skywalkers. Just give the Skywalker saga a rest. I would love to see Rey show up again in some kind of some story or movie or TV show down the line. Give it like five years and then revisit that character. But um, yeah, I, there's so much potential in the High Republic. Um, to tell stories away from the Skywars, get new characters, new stories, um, new villains, and just you can really um, deep dive into the Force because the, the Jedi are at the height of their powers at this point. They haven't gotten so caught up in in like their own hubris and procedures like, oh no, we need to follow, follow the code, follow the code, follow the code. I really wish we see a more loose like understanding of what a Jedi needs to be and they're not so strict with their codes. I, would, I, I really... Like, as far as the movies go, I think the person to have dived deep into this understanding of the Force is Ryan Johnson. Say what you will about The Last Jedi. Everything that had to do with Luke, Rey, and Kylo, and just the understanding of ba true balance in the Force, I think Johnson had like had the best understanding of this. Is the fact that like the power doesn't belong to anybody. It's it's this this force that that's in between things and connects us, and like the, the it's balances. There's powerful light and powerful darkness. And Snoke says this as much as well. The power, more powerful Kylo got in the dark side is the equal in the light would would rise to meet him, and that equal was Ray. So 
I want to see more of that. That's something I'm looking forward to just because they, the Jedi should have a deep understanding of what the force is and don't explain it with midichlorians and all that, that nonsense. Give me more of like, all right, they, they understand that like you can't, you know, you, you can have an understanding of the force and you can, you can manipulate it, but you can't control it. I want to see more of that deep dive and, and, and things like that. Because again, everything that Ryan Johnson was dealing with balance and the force and the storyline with Kylo and Ray, I absolutely love that. The, the problems I have with the last Jedi deal with the resistance side of the story and just all that nonsense of the whole though that I just don't get. Um, let's see another question coming in that keep coming up. It's going to be on for another five minutes. Um, Andrew, how, um, Longtime fan, do you think um, tauntauns taste more more like chicken, steak, or alligator? Um, ooh, John Mariano's question. Uh, they wouldn't taste like chicken. They don't look so much like um, like cows. So I would go along the lines of, and they're not. I don't think they're reptiles. So I would say if you've ever had horse. I believe I've had horse once. I can't remember where it was, but I do remember it being unique. So I would say maybe horse. <laughs> um, I don't know. That, that's that's my, my maybe more towards steak, but you know, not a whole lot like steak. Like like an off. Like if you've ever tasted the difference between duck and chicken, is they're kind of the same, but duck clearly tastes different than chicken. So along those lines, so maybe it tastes like steak, but not really. So <laughs> that's a great question. Um, let's say, uh, let's see from Chris, uh, Chris Scorpio again. Uh, would you like to see see uh, Knights of the Old Republic in t in a TV series? Absolutely. If you are not familiar with the Knights of the Old Republic storyline, absolutely go on. Steam. I believe it's available on Steam. Go ahead, download that, play through the game just for the story alone. It has one of, if not the biggest Star Wars twist you will ever experience. I remember playing through that game, um, and I remember me and my brother would argue, would like sort of fight over it, and like I'm playing next, and like I would when he was playing, I would be out of the, the room because I wanted to experience the game for myself and experience the story. And like when I was playing that, I'm like, what the f? Like, oh my god, that is fantastic fantastic so like it and to adapt that story for tv would be fantastic and if you want to see sort of like a story with revan i have to plug uh, kevin smets go over to his youtube channel because he's doing this whole revan like um with the i think it's with the, the, the um the engine that they use for knights of the republic he's telling this i believe it's an orange story i i, I gotta watch it again but like it's a story about revan and he does it and he's a fan uh, uh, phenomenal talent and like he's he, it, from what i've seen it's it looks really interesting go ahead and check that out but like uh, if you haven't played through that story before, it's such a great story. It's one of the best Star Wars stories ever, and it's a shame that it's legend. So to see that adapted for television would be phenomenal. It would be so great. And they were so close to making uh, Revan um, canon because they were going to be brought into the sixth season of of, uh, of Clone Wars, but for whatever reason, they kind of they, Lucas was like, eh, let's not let's not do that. Let's let's just like I'll fall back on that. And they didn't make they didn't make that jump. But to do it for television would be fantastic. And you could you can totally do that because it play. If you can go on YouTube if you don't want to play the game, go on YouTube and look for the cutscenes of it. So good, one of the best Star Wars stories ever. And you know, to that for that to be on television, I would love to see that. More importantly, who plays Revan? 
<laughs> who would you cast as Robin? I'll, I'll let you guys um, do that. I'm terrible at casting. Okay, let's see. Uh, let's see. Um, Justin Hamilton, question for Andrew. What What is the name of the ship that Kylo Ren flies in The Last Jedi? I'm assuming his TIE fighter is the TIE silencer. Um, and the one in the Rise of Skywalker is the TIE whisper. So, yeah. Um, while, while we're on that subject, um, try to keep the questions. I know I'm I'm trying to like, I'm not, I don't want to like restrict you guys with questions, but um, uh, if you have questions like that, hit me up on, on, on Twitter and DM or, you know, um, message me somewhere else. Um, I don't want this to become a, hey, ask, ask Andrew Schmodon questions all night. Um, I love I love testing my knowledge, but like I'm not in the right mindset for for Shmodan level questions right now because it's a process. And Mark Riley is in the chat; he knows that it's not just like, all right, I'm ready for 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 Shmodan questions right now. It's just like I, I try my best to be ready at all points to to be to be ready for for a match because at any point Harlow can be like, hey, I'm calling you up to, to calling you up for your next match, and I just want to be ready for it. But it's a process getting into that mindset and just getting my, my head right for questions. So uh, I appreciate the question. Just try try to talk. I want to talk and celebrate Star Wars, not ask Andrew Shimodon questions an hour. Uh, but think, but but yes, thank you for, for that question. Um, so let me check if I missed any Streamlabs. I don't I believe I did. Um, let's see. No, no Streamlabs. Um, I think I'm done with the questions. Um, so if you guys have no more questions, I'm going to go ahead and end the stream there. Uh, I'll, I'll give it another minute for you guys to get your, your questions in. But thank you so much for joining me um, on this episode of, of Going Rogue. Um, but thank you again for joining me on this episode of Going Rogue. Every Again, every Tuesday, 8 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. Um, if you haven't already, check out our Patreon while I, I do that. Let me bring this up. We have, excuse me, we now have four four tiers. A dollar tier will get you exclusive access to things that I post, like our 10 extra minutes with our Shmodan, Beyond the Shmodan guests. We talk uh, 10 extra minutes, uh, things that don't involve Shmodan. We have some great things with uh, Roka, Bibiani, uh, and Brennan, Brennan Meyer. We had um, uh, Ben Goddard on twice. He has two segments for 10, 10 extra minutes. Um, but at the five dollars for the squadron officers get the video commentary for Clone Wars. Can be doing that for Mandalorian and all the other MCU stuff that's coming out. The fifteen dollar tier uh, will get you movie watch alongs, movie commentary with me and my wife Demi. Uh, wow, my wife Nikki, uh, who you better know as Demi, will get movie commentaries for that. Obviously, we'll be starting the Star Wars ones. Once we get people into that tier, we'll start doing that. And then the twenty dollar tier. Um, I believe I started, you can dictate the conversation for, for any of our shows. So you can, um, you, uh, we'll take a, a, a topic and discuss it on one of our shows. That's at the tournament uh, as well as, um, videography lessons, because I'm a videographer, videographer by day. And if you're curious about getting into the business, that's where you can learn lessons straight from me with my experience with videography. So that's the t- Patreon. Go to patreon.com forward slash Andrew and Nikki and I to get that content. But um, if uh, any of you don't have any more questions, oops, my bad. Um, <laughs> thank you again so much for joining me. I'm going to go ahead and end the stream here. Thank you again so much for joining me on this live episode of Going Rogue. And I'll see you guys next week, Tuesday, 8 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. Until then, may the Force be with you. <laughs>